welcome to another episode of the Nothing Catchy Podcast. I'm your host and commissioner, Michael Dewey. Hey! Welcome, everybody. How you doing this fine Tuesday morning? Hopefully you're not in Chicago today or tomorrow. Brr, it's going to be cold out there. I have never been in temperatures that are minus 52 degrees. I can honestly say that. I was on stream this morning that, hey, that'd be actually kind of fun to be. <laughs> try, to, try it out once, maybe one or two minutes outside and then come back in and never go back out again. Um, I was trying to remember the coldest I've ever been in. And I think the coldest I've ever been is like minus 10, minus 15. But I, I honestly don't remember what it feels like. Um, I, obviously, it's cold, but... Um, you know, sometimes you just get that like painful cold. Anyways, we're not talking about weather. This isn't a weather podcast. This is a fantasy football, nothing catchy league football, football, football podcast. Um, for anybody who's listening, who's not in our league, which would be crazy if that is the case and really awesome. First off, welcome. If you are here listening, you are listening into myself, Michael Dewey, the commissioner of the nothing catchy pot or fantasy football league. It's a league that we've been doing for probably eight years or so now, and I've been inspired by the fantasy footballers, um, as well as a few other podcasts who just kind of started talking and just trying it out, and I thought it'd be kind of fun to do it myself. So yeah, so that's kind of what I'm doing is I'm talking about our league, talking, you're going to join us, see what we're doing. Um, if you like the format that we're doing, you can steal it. I don't care. Um but we're we're going to talk today about the um, the platform that we're going to be using, and I kind of there's going to be a lot more like background noise of the um, keyboard and things like that, just because I'm going I'm on my PC or my laptop here, and click, <laughs> click, click, click. Um, I wanted to walk through you, the settings with you guys so you can kind of see how much more awesome this new platform that I'm wanting to go to is. So. Like I said, the in the previous podcast, if you were if you're listening, I was discussing the idea of shifting away from Yahoo, um, Yahoo League. The reason why is we like to do this idea of like trading, but not keeper dynasty, mainly because we've had some players kind of come and go as the years have gone on. Like my wife was in it for a little while, then she stopped once we had kids and had to replace her, and then we had another person have a life thing that. They didn't want to be able to play anymore, so they had to replace them. And so we're trying to get to our set regular 12-team league. Uh, this year, I think we might actually make it, unless there's anybody who drops out. I haven't heard of anybody who wanted to drop out yet. Um, but anyway, so we haven't really moved over to a dynasty league yet. Uh, so we do kind of like a hybrid dynasty where you can trade. I take a snapshot of your roster before the end of the year or at the end of the year, and then you can trade those players for other draft picks. That's what we've done in the past. We did it last year. It was it was good. The problem that we had though is it got really time consuming, got really tedious, and it kind of put the people who traded at an advantage over the people who, just, who didn't. And the reason why is you couldn't really just trade a draft pick over um, because yeah, they would have uh, too many picks to roster spots. So if you traded over to somebody, you had to trade them back another player um, as well. So, you know, it kind of, kind of became a little bit unfair because if you traded a whole bunch of players, you still had to have draft picks too. And so usually what happened is you trade your first 
six picks, but then you'd have a ton of first round picks anyway, still, because you'd have to trade for other players. And anyway, so we're trying to find a different format, trying a different place. It's a little bit more expansive. I honestly don't know if we'll be able to get around that type of rule. Uh, but I did make a test league in the sleeper app. So the sleeper app is an app that initially was started because they would send out notifications for injuries or players who are out or suspensions or whatever. So it was a good app to have anyway. I had it for a while. Um, Then I listened to the fantasy footballers and I kind of stopped needing it (laughs) to be honest, because if you just keep up with like the fantasy footballers or, you know, keep up on your own research and stuff, you really don't need the sleeper app. You kind of know when it's coming. Um, but yeah, the Sleeper app then shifted a little bit to be its own fantasy football hosting site. And from what I've been hearing, they have a really good um, option where when people have really good ideas and like the community kind of gets behind it, they will quickly implement that. So that's what's really cool is they're able to, they're more, they're a small company, shall we say. They're not stuck in their ways. They're willing to adapt and change. And I like that about companies. And so I'm really kind of excited to try this one out. Um, but anyways, like I said, I want to run through some of the league settings and how it works out for you guys so you can kind of see what I see. Um, in terms of the commissioner, well, you won't be able to see what I see, I guess, because you're just listening. The commissioner league uh, area is very intuitive. First off, I like this a thousand times better than Yahoo because Yahoo things were buried and you had to find it and it was it took forever just to change one setting typically. Everything is all in one scrollable area and then they, they put things in like fields in yahoo sometimes they weren't which is kind of frustrating but it's quick and easy to change it to from anywhere between a six to a 20 team league um you have waiver types from rolling reverse and fab we've been always doing rolling where if you use your waiver spot you move to the back and then every week you can just either save it and move your way back up as people use their waivers or you can just use it every week like i do anyway um rarely do i ever have the number one pick on waiver just because i'm constantly changing players and stuff um i don't really think we're going to change waiver type this year i think that's going to stay the same um like i said you can also change when really easily when the waivers clear so you can make it so that the waivers um there are no waivers they're all free agents so we can just remove the waiver thing altogether there's a button for that didn't have that in yahoo you could move it to where they clear on mondays at the end of the day tuesday at the end of the day or wednesday at the end of the day we've always done it on tuesday at the end of the day we'll keep it there probably um Time players are on waivers. You can say none. So again, there's no waivers whatsoever. Everybody's free agents. Or you can say one day, two day, three day. Um, we've always done two days for waivers. Um, again, don't really allow that to, I don't really want to change that. And then this is something else that's really cool that on this app is unique, I believe, to Yahoo. I don't remember seeing it on there. But again, the other thing that I like about Sleeper is they word it in such a intuitive way. Yahoo, usually you had to pull out a thesaurus and figure out the jargon legalese of it to really know what you're doing. This one is allow continuous waivers, which means every day there's a new waiver. So, you know, Monday after the Monday night game, you would have waivers that day. And then after those clear, everybody else goes back on waivers again. And then for Tuesday, and then after end of Tuesday, everybody goes back on waivers on Wednesday. So literally it's every day it resets. The reason why I don't like that is pretty much then you're kind of, there doesn't allow you the freedom of waiting for the waivers to clear and then just grabbing the free agent people um you have to use a waiver spot so um but again really cool intuitive type of ways to change your league um 
other things they do, time to review pending trades. We always say trades are instant. We are in a league where I don't like the idea of reviewing trades. If we notice stuff um, as a commissioner, I can go back and change it later on. So I don't like the idea of allowing the league to have the say on what other people do for trading. There's many a time using Dom as an example, Dom would always, Dom and I would always get frustrated with each other initially about how, oh, that trade's so unfair. Why would you let that happen? We need to, you know, stop it. You know, that can't be allowed. Um, or I would say, hey, Dom, you know, trade me this person for that person. He's like, oh, that's a terrible trade. You know, I don't want to do that. And then we always look back on hindsight of it and, oh, it actually would have worked out pretty well. Or yeah, it was a little lopsided, but who would have known? The injury could have affected it. Um, a great example of that was, I traded in one of my other leagues. I traded, um, I traded for Hunt, uh, Kareem Hunt. Uh, this was at the beginning of the year. I on like week three, I believe. I traded for Kareem Hunt and sent over uh, Le'Veon Bell to another person. So the person who took Le'Veon Bell had James Conner. Uh, turned out. You know, that seemed at the time, everybody was kind of, there was a lot of jabber at the, in the league about how that wasn't fair and they didn't like that trade. But if you look at how it worked out, it actually became a pretty fair trade because the Le'Veon Bell owner never got Le'Veon Bell to play a game, one little game that whole season. So he got nothing for that player. Um, I, however, got Cream Hunt and he was fantastic. And then he got suspend, or suspended and kicked off the team. And so then I got nothing for that player later on. We never would have known that. You know, there's you can never control the nuance and the luck of the game. So I hate allowing teams to veto trades. I think that's stupid because then people kind of get pick on one person. If they a person's been winning a lot, they'll just veto everything that that person says. And, you know, some people can get real petty with it. So I'd usually avoid that. Going on a little tangent there. Sorry. Um, but as you can tell, I'm a little bit. That's one of my non-negotiables in my leagues is trades are instant. You are a commissioner. You're responsible for your great or terrible trades, whatever it may be. Um, trade deadline, you can easily change when the trade deadline is. I also like how this does week. So in Yahoo, it would say, give us a date that you want the trade deadline to be done by. Here, it gives you by a week. So it says week 10, the 10th week is when the deadline is. So after the 10th week, you can't trade or week 11 or week 12, you know, whatever you want to do. Um, playoffs, it has a whole bunch of options and scenarios for playoffs. Even one that you can disable the playoffs, which was kind of weird, but um, won't go into that that thing right now. You can easily select four, six, or eight teams into the playoffs. And then the lower bracket type, they actually have a, a unique way. And I'm trying to figure out um, how that works exactly. I'll read it to you. But it seems kind of interesting. Um, this may be something we can talk about and discuss later on. But the lower bracket, so if you don't make it into the actual playoff bracket, you're in like the consolation bracket. Um, or actually, it's both, I guess, too. So it's the toilet bowl. So the lower bracket teams play to avoid battling for last place. And it has a poop emoji king. So poop emoji king. The losing team for each round gets flushed to the next round. So I'm not sure what that means by getting flushed to the next round. Um, I assume that just is like your normal consolation bracket, but who knows? Uh, then the next one is the consolation bracket. The lower bracket teams play to see who is the best of the worst. Uh, the winning team from each round advances to the next round. Oh, oh, I see. So it's just an inverse. Okay. So, you know, before you would kind of keep going and you'd be playing to see who gets first place. 
um, the toilet bowl is you're playing to see who uh, gets last place. So in a sense, in that bracket, if you win the league, you're done for the for the playoffs. If you lose, you play the next round and you keep going. So you're you're <laughs> that's actually kind of interesting. Um, I think that'd be more interesting if we had a loser penalties for the league. AKA, I don't know, having to auto draft next year, or actually, I don't really like that one. That one's not very nice. Um, maybe if we all pitched in and we got like a pink license plate, I'm terrible at fantasy football, and you had to put it on your car or something. I don't know. Um, but that's an interesting idea. Only if we switch it up and have something negative for the league, um, for who gets last place. Um, this is one a feature that I really, really like is injured reserve slots. You can have up to five IR spots. We will not do that in our league, but you can have anywhere between zero to five IR. And I think that's great if you do that. Um, we usually only have one IR spot just because it's really helpful to be able to just, you don't have to drop your best player or some depth on your bench to be able to for somebody who got hurt for a few days, uh, for a few weeks. Um, so yeah, that's really cool. And you can, that you can have multiple in Yahoo. It's one or none. Like that's it. There's no further options. Um, then when you select one of the IR spots, a whole bunch of options come up, which is super cool because this is what I've been wanting for the IR. And my biggest complaint for against Yahoo IRs is right here. And this is almost what sold me completely on switching to sleeper. I still want to hear you guys' opinion. If you guys still don't want to shift away from Yahoo, we will not. Um, I might just make my own league over on the other side at Yahoo and invite anybody who wants to go over there. We can do that. But like I said, um, we may stick with Yahoo if everybody has an issue with it and stuff. But let me tell you why I, I like this. Is So with the IR spot, you can allow players who are designated out to be on IR. That makes sense. That's normal. You can flip it to yes or no. Um, so obvious kind of situation. Here's the next one. You can allow suspended players on IR. You could say yes or no. That's really cool. I think we should be able to do that. Um, and then the kicker of this is that on Yahoo, what's really frustrating is we'd have to wait until the player got designated out again. So after Monday, everybody who was out, no matter if you knew they weren't going to play the next week, got switched to doubtful just because that's the way the injury reports come out. And you had to wait until about out, well, till after the free agency or the waiver wires um, to pass before they usually got a designation out. So you were constantly having to drop players to be able to do anything on the waivers. It was really complicated and really frustrating. So a way to fix that is they allow doubtful players to be on IR, which is really kind of cool. So again, yay! I love this. I love, 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 love this. Um, other things, they have keeper, redraft dynasty, um, max keepers from anywhere between 1 and 15. They allow you to keep 15 in keeper league, which is kind of cool. Um, what happens if I click dynasty, actually? What kind of... Um, okay, so yeah, if you just select dynasty, the keeper options and stuff kind of go away. Same with if you do redraft. So keeper is the only one that expands new options. Um, then they allow you to draft... Um, pick trades allow draft pick trades yes 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 so you can trade your draft picks as well if you wanted to um again though that's kind of that same thing is where you're given a set amount of draft picks you can probably trade some of your later ones for a first one i don't know um so we'll see we'll see kind of what, what happens with it um extra game each week against league median that's kind of a cool thing. So there's an extra game each week that everybody plays against the league median. So the median score, see if you did, if you 
one against the league median. Um, so you're, you can have a, another higher record, I guess. Um, you can prevent players on your bench from being dropped after the game starts. That's really cool too. I like how that one comes in. That was an issue that I noticed we would have um, with the Yahoo League on say Monday night. If you see somebody who's just all of a sudden blowing up on a Monday night game and they're, they're playing, you could then drop a player on your bench um, who has already played for a player who's playing Monday night and get them on your team and avoid the waiver wire. It was kind of a loophole, and I didn't like that. So this allows you to stop that, which is great. I would probably stop that as well because I did use it once or twice, and as soon as I did, I felt very bad. Um, so, yeah, I would definitely prevent that. And then also they allow off-season moves. So when I click it, see if it does anything, give me more options. Nope, it does not. So I'd have to look into a little more about what that means Um on research and stuff, but it's super intuitive, really, really cool, really easy to do. Um, roster changes in terms of the lineup of how many you want to have in the league is easily done. Um, you just add and remove. It's a little plus and minus, so it's very visual. Um, your scoring settings, very easy to, to do. Let me go to the special teams because I remember hearing something. Oh, what's your guys' thoughts of removing kickers as well? Yes, no? Let me know. What do you think of that? Uh, special teams, special teams, special teams recovery, TD, nope, um, solo tackle, okay, nope, nope, um, there was something that I heard somebody talking about how they didn't think the defense for like, if there's an interception, so say a pick six, if a pick six is done, it shouldn't affect your defensive score because the defense didn't have a chance to even stop it. The The defense had nothing to do with the, with the score. There's somebody said that you could do that here on, like adjust that scoring, which was kind of an interesting idea so that your defenses didn't get penalized for something your offense did. Um, so looking, I'm not seeing that anywhere as I quickly scan. Um, Oh, maybe that's it. Uh, IDP TD. Um, it's in the bonus. There's a whole bunch of whole bunch of scoring options. This is crazy. So you can even get points for pass defended, <laughs> solo tackles, assisted tackles. We could have super defenses. Um, no. <laughs> uh, draft set. Ooh, draft settings. Let's see what the draft settings say here. Um, so the auto pick happens uh, when time runs out. You can set the time limit per pick. See, this was the other thing too. 